Hallelujah. I want to bring to you a great scripture, Romans 15, verse 29. Romans 15, 29. You can turn in your Bibles to Romans 15, 29. It's 20 words. These are words that you could put on the bumper sticker of your car. Uh, you could put it on a shirt. You could put on a cool little hat. These are great words that I would love for each of us to be able to say, even as Paul wrote these words and said these words. He said, I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Can you repeat this after me? I know. I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Let's say, let's try to do this again. All right. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Paul said that he knew. It wasn't like Paul would decide, is it raining out today? Uh, if it's raining, I'm not going to come with the blessing today. He said, rain or shine, I know. I know. It's not like, oh, I'm in prison today. I'm not going to be uh, blessing the Lord. The blessing's not on me, and I'm not going to come with blessing. No, he said, I know. I know. No matter what comes on at me, no matter what's going on around me, I know. I know that I know that I know. I know that I will come to you in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Now, a lot of people do not know when they come to people that they will bless. A lot of people don't know what it means to be blessed. A lot of people don't know what it means to bless others. A lot of people, all they know is cursing. All they know is they've been cursed throughout their lives, They've been cursed by the bully on the playground. They've been cursed by their father who never said, I loved you. They've been cursed by their mother who walked out the door. They've been cursed. They've been cursed by friends and neighbors and bosses who never, they say, you never be good enough. All they know is cursing. But Paul says, I know. And he knew blessing. He knew what it meant to be blessed, and he knew what it meant to bless others. He knew how to give the blessing. He received the blessing, and then he gave the blessing. A lot of people don't know what it means to be blessed. I was in uh, Decatur last Sunday. My wife and I celebrated 11 years of marriage, and uh, we got to go out on a nice date. My niece, Gabrielle, watched our kids. We went to Decatur. Decatur is a little hip and trendy. It's a pretty cool place. We were walking around, just love walking around the square. Didn't know where we were going to eat. Found a great place. But uh, before we found a place to eat, we went in this like trendy, artsy store. One of those stores that have a lot of slogans on the shirts and like things to put up on the wall. And uh, but I'm telling you, it was so sad, 90% of these slogans were curses. Like some of them actually had curse words on them. And I mean, they even had socks 
like socks with curse words on them. It was terrible. Some people, that's all they know. Some people, the cursed will curse, but the blessed will bless. We have to learn what it means to bless because we're all born in the curse. Curse comes from sin. We learn this in Genesis 3. Adam and Eve were born blessed. They were perfect blessing, but then they sinned. They brought cursing into the world and curses on all of us. We all deserve curse. But Jesus came. He deserved the blessing. He lived a life full of obedience and yet took the curse on the cross so that all who are in Christ, all who are in Christ, can learn what it means to be blessed and to bless others. You see, Paul didn't always know what it meant to walk in the blessing. Before Paul was Paul, he was Saul. Saul was one who was cursing. He not only cursed with his mouth, he literally killed people. He killed believers. He was cursing. He, He was born. And actually, this guy Saul... He was a religious guy. He was a guy that obeyed and tried to uphold a lot of the Old Testament here. He was a guy that tried to obey a lot of things, and yet he was cursing and he was born. And unfortunately, that's true. In the church, there's a lot of religious people in the church who know nothing but cursing. They just see wrong in everybody. I mean, they wake up and it's like, you know, they're just in a bad mood all the time. And they wake up and they just say, oh, my my kids, they just never obey. And then it's going to work. My boss, this work is terrible. And you're driving and everybody else around you can't drive. You're the only one that knows how to drive. You know this people, right? I mean... They're driving on 285, and it's like cursing everybody around them. Meanwhile, you may be the problem, but I'm just saying. uh, And then, you know, the worst is throwing up the finger. I mean, that is, talk about a curse. Go to, that is a curse. We are not meant to curse. James 3, 9 and 10 says this about cursing and blessing. He's talking about our tongues and the power of our tongues. He says, with it, our tongues, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men whom have been made in the likeness of God. Everybody is made in the likeness of God. Everybody has potential to step into the blessing God created back at the first blessing message in the in the beginning he blessed every person in his image so we are called to bless and not curse those who are made in the image and likeness of God from the same mouth come blessing and cursing my brethren these things ought not to be this way our mouths as followers of Jesus Christ as ones who have stepped into the blessing of God who have stepped out of the cursed life and stepped into the blessed life, we are to learn how to speak words of blessing. Even as Saul, who is born a cursor, one that persecuted people, 
he was on that road to Damascus and fell off his horse by the blinding light. And then he knew the blessing of God and he learned what it meant to bless. He wasn't born that way. He didn't get modeled by his dad. He learned. He said, I know that when I come to you, I come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Paul said he knew that when he came, when he'd go to Rome, when he'd go to Philippi, when he, wherever Paul went, he brought the blessing of Christ. And so I say, Lilburn Alliance Church, no matter where you go tomorrow, no matter where you go out of this place, come and bring the blessing of Christ. May you be able to say, when I come to work, I come in the blessing of Christ. When I come home to dirty dishes in the dishwasher, when I come home to kids who are bouncing off the wall, you don't come with curses and anger. You come with the full measure of the blessing of Christ. We are meant to bring the blessing. And when you come home, when you go to work, when you go to the grocery store, when you're saying hi to your neighbors, even though they don't cut the grass like the way you want them to, you come with a blessing Amen. because it changes things. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 We went out yesterday knocking on doors. Uh, there were about 12 of us, 15, um, that went out knocking on doors. And it was the first time we've done this since the pandemic. Um, so we were kind of interested to see how our neighbors were doing. And I tell you what, we saw so many homes, they open up the door and they're sad and they're depressed and they can barely open up the door, like barely crack it, you know? And as you see this, you, you can kind of think, am I not welcome here, you know? Um, I may need to go away. But we came and we claimed the verse, I come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. No matter what's on the other side of this door, no matter what has greeted me, I'm going to come with the blessing of Christ. And we said, we are your neighbors. We just want to make sure you're okay. This is a hard time. Do you have a job? Do you have food to put on the table? Are you healthy? Is there any way we can pray for you? And I tell you what, the majority of our neighbors, by the end, the door was open. They went from this to, thank you so much for coming to my door. And some of them, I mean, some of them actually cursed us out the door. I mean, just a few, but we blessed them. And we want to believe that that blessing is more powerful than the curses that were coming our way. We are called to bless and not curse. Uh, one of my favorite times with Emily, I've loved many moments with her, but one of them is we were going to the grocery store around Christmas time. She got out of the car. She went and got groceries. She came out, and it was, uh, it was busy because it was Christmas time, and people were in a hurry, impatient, and she comes out, and I, I, I came right up in front of the door, and as she's putting in the groceries, up comes a car right behind her, like, couple feet from her and starts slamming on the horn like uh, uh, and 
and whoa, you know, frazzled, then comes up around me, pulls down the window, starts cursing at me as he's cursing, uh, saying obscenities. Emily gets in the car and she says, God bless him. And I thought, I was about ready to, you know, curse him back. But uh, Emily's word, I was like, that's a good idea. You're awesome. I said, I said, Merry Christmas to you. God bless you. You know, it changes the atmosphere. No matter what is coming at us, we are called to bless. Romans 12, 6 says, Paul wrote these words. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. That is a command for each of us. None of us should be able to curse. None of us, it's not like anybody is so bad that you have the right to curse that person. No matter what you think of President Trump, no matter what you think of Senator Biden, do not curse either of those men. We are not called to do that. We are called to bless. This does not give a, a parenthesis, except when they're in that party. Yeah. No, this says at all times, any leader, bless Nancy Pelosi and the Speaker of the House. Amen. We are called to bless. Amen. We are called to bless and not to curse. I want to just share a definition of curse and bless. There's many, but uh, what is a curse? A curse is a negative, supernaturally empowered word of discouragement and demise. A curse is really a negative prayer. It's praying negatively on somebody. Instead of a positive prayer, it's a negative prayer. Nobody, I think nobody would willingly say, yes, I want to pray negative prayers on people. No. But this is what you do when you throw up the finger. That is a negative prayer. That is, it's not only discouraging, but it's, it's praying for their demise, for their failure. That is a curse. A blessing, on the other hand, is a positive, uplifting, supernaturally empowered word of encouragement. We are called to call forth the best in each other, to bless and not to curse. A curse is something that sounds logical in our heads, but is not biblical. You can write that down. I don't think that's up there. A curse is something that sounds logical, but it's not biblical. Amen. Let me give you an example. Many people, I've heard this said a lot of times, but uh, like, you're a failure. Now, that may sound logical. Maybe you've done a lot of, maybe you've taken a lot of tests and the teacher hands it back to you, and the letter on the top is not an A, but an F. And F is fail. You know, maybe you've had a lot of Fs. Maybe you haven't won the basketball game. Maybe you did miss the free throw at the end of the game. Maybe that did happen. That could sound logical. When you hear you're a failure, it can sound logical, but I'm telling you, it is not biblical. Many of us have heard and received curses that sound logical, but they're not biblical, and God wants to replace the curses in your life with blessing. The fact that God, God wants you to be successful. 
He told Joshua that you would be successful wherever you go. Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man, and he says that you would be prosperous. God wants you. That curse of failure, reject it. Get rid of it, stomp on it, smudge it in the dirt, tell it to be gone from you, and receive the blessing of God. If you've heard you're fat, you're stupid, don't reject that. Stomp it away. Get rid of it. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God created you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. He gave you the nose that you have, the hair color, the skin color. He gave you everything in your weight, your body figure. It's all made in the image of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So God wants you to live with the blessing. He wants you to know that you are blessed and then to bring the blessing. And how do we bring the blessing? We bring the blessing but through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the blessing. The blessing is more than a wish or words. The blessing is a person. The blessing comes in Jesus. And Paul said he had the full measure. We don't need to live with a half measure. <laughs> Who wants the full measure of the blessing? We want the full measure. And Jesus wants to give the full measure. He became the curse. Cursed is he who hangs on a tree. Jesus died for all of the wounds, all of the hurts, all of the curses that have been thrown at you so that you can live in the blessing of Christ. And there is nothing better than living in the blessing and then giving the blessing. I was so blessed to be in a home where my father blessed me regularly. He regularly blessed me personally and every Sunday night we would rally around my mom and bless her verbally. It was a beautiful thing. Um, my, my wife Emily, she says to this day one of the most meaningful things that her dad did to her was every night before she went to bed her dad spoke the Levitical blessing number 6 uh, 24 through 26 over her. There is power in blessing. But I want to tell everybody of you, no matter if you had an earthly father who blessed you, you have a spiritual father who blesses you Amen. through Jesus Christ. Amen. And no matter if you weren't modeled blessing growing up, you can step into blessing. Paul learned what it meant to be blessed. He didn't have an earthly father who blessed him but he became a spiritual father to many and gave the blessing. Now, what is the blessing of Christ? Jesus, he received the blessing and he gave the blessing. Throughout his whole ministry, he blessed, blessed, blessed. But in Mark 1:11, Jesus is being baptized. And when he comes up out of the water, his hair's flowing and soaking in water, and then a dove comes down from heaven, lands on him. And then there's words that come from heaven. And these words are words from the Father to the Son, Jesus Christ. And these words are words of blessing. He says, the Father said to the Son, You are my Son. I love you. And I am pleased with you. The Father spoke a blessing 
to the Son, Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that the Father speaks those same words over you today through Jesus Christ. We are hidden in Christ, right? That's a, we are a new creation, we're hidden. So when God sees us, he doesn't see us in our faults, which deserve cursing. He sees us in Christ, and we are blessed in Christ. And so Jesus, when he heard those words from the Father, you are my son, first he received acceptance. You are my son, you'll never not be my son. You are accepted, and then he heard, I love you. You, he gave affection. He not only accepted him, but he loved him. And then he goes to the next step and he affirms him. He goes from acceptance to uh, aff- affection to affirmation. He not only loved him, but he liked him. So too, we can receive the acceptance of God. We can know that we are child of God. When we come into Christ, we are adopted by the Father. We'll never not be a child. And when you're accepted, it changes the way that you walk. It changes the way that you go out the door. And it changes the way that I knock on doors. When I knock on doors, I may not be accepted into their home, or they may not accept me, but I'm accepted by God, my Father. So no matter how people respond to me, I can walk around being accepted and being secure with who I am and who God's created me to be. And I'm not only accepted, I can then speak acceptance over others. I can say, Samuel, you're my son. No matter how uh, far away, no matter how loud you scream, and uh, wake me up in the middle of the night, 2.30 last night. You're my son. No matter what you do, you're my son. I accept you. And then I love you, Samuel. We can speak. We're loved by God. We can receive his unconditional, never giving up love of God. No matter what we do, he loves us. We receive it, and then we can speak that love over other people. We can knock on doors and bring love. Even though they may not love me, I can bring love to them. And things change when we walk with this blessing. And not only love them, but like them. And, and then you walk in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. When you are accepted and loved and affirmed by God, you just ooze it out to other people. So we can walk with this blessing. Now I want to just give you five uh, just specific tips on blessing. I was going to have four, but God gave me just uh, one this morning as I was spending time with him. But the first is, and I just encourage you, find a family member, find a friend. And speak a word of blessing. Learn and practice how to come and bring and give blessing. This doesn't have to be difficult. Um, It's not just for the pastor to do. Uh, This can be for any one of us. But this first uh, one that I just want to give you, it's actually, you may want to skip this. It's, it's going to be hard to do, but it's one that God told me to do to Emily. Um, and ask the person, have you cursed them in any way? 
before you bless, give if it's your spouse, your child. I'm, I might even do this to my daughter Hannah. I don't know if she's old enough to be able to comprehend some of this, but I'm going to ask Emily, is there any way that I have knowingly or unknowingly cursed you? And I already know of one. Um, I often say, you're always late. Um, now, it may be true that she has been late uh, often, but I don't want to speak that over her future. I break that curse, I smash it to the ground, and I say, no, I don't, I don't want to speak that over you, Emily, anymore. I bless you to be on time. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but I'm going to ask her, there may be other things that I'm, I'm a blind guy. I think, oh, this is just the only thing. Um, but I'm going to ask her, Emily, is there anything that I've said to you that I've cursed you with with my mouth? I just want to encourage you, open that up. And when you ask that, then it's the time to zip up your mouth and listen. You can't defend yourself. Oh, but I meant this. Oh, I didn't mean it that. No. Zip it up and then just listen. And then you can open it back up and you say, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? I want to break that curse. And now I want to bless you. And now I want to just give you four specific practical ways. There's probably many tips on blessing. But here's just four simple things. One, I want to encourage each of you, speak words uplifting, supernatural, God-encountering, God-empowered words. Speak words of acceptance, of affection, and affirmation. Speak words... You are a brother in Christ. You are a sister in Christ. You are my biological sister. Uh, you are my brother. You are my father. You speak words of acceptance and then affection. I love you. I love this about you. I love this about you. And then affirm them. I not only love this, but I like, I like the way you do this. Samuel, I like the way you jump off the diving board and splash and do those cool moves. I like the way you do your scooter. You just affirm them. Speak words of life. Uh, number two is simple, but touch. Touch can go a long way. Hold a hand, put a hand on the back. I know it's social distancing, uh, so you may need to do it like virtual hug all around the room let's just uh yeah virtual hug no but uh, touch can be powerful number three look at them look at them in the eye uh, there's power when you see them uh, there's a time for closing the eyes and praying but I encourage you when blessing look them in the eye look them in the eye and speak words of blessing and then uh, the last one speak to the future don't speak to their past. Don't speak to what they did wrong in the past. And even it's good to affirm some things that you've seen in the past, but blessing is more about the future. Blessing is more about what's to come. It's blessing the days that are ahead of them. And a commitment, partner with them. Say, I want to be with you. I not only bless you and hope that you just go on your way, but I want to be there and support you through this time. So speak to their future. I want us to be able to say, as Paul did, I know that when I come to you, I come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. I want to invite up some people, uh, Javier and Monica, if you can come forward.
and Javier and Monica are just going to show. This is going to be just a natural time of blessing. Then I want to have uh, Keith and Marlene, if you guys can come. And I think, LaVon, you want to give a blessing as well. So uh, let's just focus our attention here and uh, listen to a blessing. Okay. Um, waiting on Lucas. Come on, Lucas. You want to be... You want to be the center? Come. Um, I want to start with my wife because everything starts with her. Um, without Monica, there is no Lucas and Joy. So, Monica, I just want you to know that you are a blessing for me. Uh, um, I will not be the same without you. Uh, you have been a wise woman. You have been uh, the Proverbs 31 woman, the, the one who knows what, how to help, how to how to do what I cannot do. Uh, so I just speak blessing to you, and I declare you, you will outgrow this, and you will, go, you will be a blessing to other women around you. So uh, that's a blessing that I want to give you. And Lucas, uh, I just want you to know that uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, even sometimes you might think I'm not. Uh, I am. I'm proud of you. Uh, and I, wanna, I want you to know that you are very creative. And you are really, really, really good on craft. And I know God have a wonderful future for you in that area, I believe, uh, in other areas too. So I just want you to know that. And joy. You are a joy for our family, uh, for the people that knows you. And I just want you to know that you are also a blessing. You are love and you are a sweetheart. So may God bless you and keep you. Uh, keep guiding you in everything that he has for you, okay? Javier, I love you. You are a blessing to my life. You are an amazing husband. You are an amazing father. And I want to uh, say numbers to you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord Turn his, the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Thank you for being a peacemaker to our family. You are an amazing father and we love you. Lucas, you are a gift from God. The Lord gave you your name. Lucas Jonathan, gift from God. We are so proud of you. We love you. And we know the Lord had great things for you. And I want to read. Uh, John, uh, Joshua 1, 6. Be strong and courageous, Lucas, because you will lead these people to the inheritance life. Actually, is 9. I have, I now command you, be strong and courageous. Do not terrify, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God be with you wherever you go. Okay? And we pray that you will be able to fulfill his purpose. We love you. Joy, you are a shining. The Lord give you your name. And the scripture that the Lord put in my heart for you is, the Lord, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We are so proud of you. You are a princess of God, and you are a princess, and we are so proud of you. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Honey, I love you, and I cherish you. 
you are my virtuous woman. You have been everything that I have prayed for and hoped for. I bless you in all that you do. I pray that God's favor rests upon you for all the days of your life. I pray that, that the presence of God continues to grow upon you because you change the very atmosphere when you walk into the room. You have been such a blessing to me. You have seen me at my worst, and you've seen me at my best. But the Lord has told me that it's going to be better. And it's all because of you being there on my side and giving me favor. The book of Proverbs 31 says that she shall be good to you. She shall do you good for the rest of your life. And I am a witness to that, that you have blessed me that way. And I love you. Keith, I just want to say that I love you. I just thank you for being the priest of my home. Mm. I thank you for te- cre- uh, thank you for treating me as your queen, mm. as you do. I just thank you that for your humbleness. I bless you for your songs that you sing, that how you bless others. I just thank you and bless you for the man of God that you are. And know that you love the Lord, and I just admire that. I admire how you, you minister to people, and you bring joy to your family and your children, no matter what you've gone through. You've been a blessing. You are such a patient and a humble man, mm-hmm. and I thank God for you. I thank God that he's restored your body, and you were so humble about it. I just thank the Lord for you for the changes that you've made in my life. You made the woman that I am today. And I just love you. I appreciate all that you do for me and all that you do for your family. I just thank God for you. You're just an awesome friend. Uh, You're honest and you're open. And you cherish your family and you cherish me. And I just thank the Lord for you. I just thank the Lord for the healing in your body, oh God. You've been going through so much but you were so patient, you never complained, and I thank God for that, for you not to be a complaining person, but a humble person, Mm. and I love you, and amen. Stephen, thank you for asking me to pray a blessing and to choose a person that God gave me, and uh, Ariel Johnson Phillip, would you stand, please? You're good. Is it good? Can you hear me? Yeah. (laughs) I wrote it down. I asked God how to bless you. And today, I bless you with a mother's blessing. Now, I'm not good with phones. Let me just tell you that right now. Hmm. With a mother's blessing for holy matrimony and for the gift of marriage. not just for you, but the gift is for your family, the atmosphere of your home and your family. I pray for you as the thermostat 
that is set, the temperature of your environment, hmm. that you bring comfortability to all who dwell. Hmm. I pray for your ability to be stretched in the hand of the Lord, that he will be gracious to you and to your household. I bless you with endurance hmm. to finish the race. Strong, victorious, and bowed. Hmm. I love you with the love of the Father, now and always. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Sweet. Don. Isn't it awesome? I mean, it's a holy thing to bless. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, not everybody may be in the room and you come up, you know, and there can be fumbling over words. You, you don't have to have it perfect. We just break off this, like, image of what it means to bless. Blessing can just be natural. And you can learn. Learn. None of us are natural at it. We're not born blessers. We learn. We learn how to bless. So, Don, I just want to bless you here. I bless you as a great husband to LaVon. I've seen it. As a great father to Micah. Mm -hmm. And you father him well. Mm -hmm. I bless you as a spiritual father. Mm. You have, uh, have sons here and throughout the U.S. and even around the world. You have spiritual sons. You are a father. I bless you as a good preacher of the word, as a worship leader, as a songwriter. You lead people in praise. I bless you as a pastor. And I believe that the best days are ahead of you. You've seen a lot of great work, but I believe that there's greater work ahead of you. And I want to be with you. I want to partner with you to see the kingdom advance here in Lilburn and around the world. And I want to see... Uh, destruction be put down. I want to see racism end. I want to partner with you in this. I love you. You're a friend. You're a mentor. You're a co-laborer. And I just am blessed to know you and blessed to be your brother and a father. I really do consider that I love you. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Stephen, uh, from day one, when I first met you, always enjoyed you. Always enjoyed your wonderful smile. Um, you have an incredible, gracious energy from God. There's a wonderful anointing on your life. I thank God that you are executive pastor here at LAC. You have a grace for leadership. And there's a wonderful humility that God has given you uh, to minister to people. Um, the evangelism anointing on your life is awesome. I love to see that. Love uh, to hear about uh, what you shared this morning, knocking on doors. And, and many times that's, uh, that can be uh, uh, somewhat uh, dangerous but you've abided that well. Um, your 
Your preaching gift is significant. Uh, God has blessed you to do that. I love seeing you uh, have relationship with uh, your wonderful wife and family. It's wonderful hearing uh, how you bless her and, uh, and your children. It's, it's wonderful to see. And I'm looking forward to when they call you Dr. Stephen Hartley, when you finish that wonderful work in getting your Doctor of Ministry degree. It's exciting to see. Um, there's so much more uh, that God has for you. I, I love the fact that your parents love and care for you. And I believe they probably have said to you, like God the Father said to his son after baptism, this is my beloved son in whom we are well pleased. I want you to know, Stephen, that I'm with you. I, uh, I, you're a friend. And uh, I give myself to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Love you, God. Hallelujah. We want to step into the blessing here. I just encourage you to stand right where you are. And I want to lead us in a prayer. I want to lead you to repeat a prayer after me. And it's a prayer of receiving God's blessing. It's a prayer of crushing the curses, any curses that are towards you, and to receive the blessing so that you can be a blessing. Pray this prayer repeated after me. Father God, I receive your blessing now. Open up my mind, ears, and heart to receive the blessing that you give me. I choose to believe the blessings that Jesus has given. I reject the curses that come from the devil. Satan right now. I rebuke and reject all curses that I have received. I send them to the feet of Jesus. The curses are lies. Jesus has died for all those curses. Be gone from me. Never return to me again. I no longer submit to those curses. Father God, I receive by your Holy Spirit the blessing that you want to give. Bless me so that I can be a blessing. Bless my body, my mind, will, and emotions. Bless me my family, my family, and my ministry. My ministry. Fill, me with blessing, Fill me with blessing so that I can say as Paul said, I know that when I come, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's sing together.